A very warm welcome to the Change Conversations podcast, where we help individuals to reignite the spark to look at their lives and careers with a different lens. Our interactions interrogate different individuals of all backgrounds who seek to be equipped for change in their careers and personal goals. I am your host, Mbumengu Betaga, and I look forward to bringing you impactful change conversations. Hey, Lebu, how are you? I am good. I'm good, Mbumi. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. It's great to see you again. It's been a while. It has been a while. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you about my favorite subject, which is my whole life. Your whole <laughs> really. life. I know, I know. So I thought, I thought when, when you contacted me, I was like, this is the person. I must just ask. The only, th- <laughs> the only thing she can say is like, no, but I don't want to do this. And my response was literally like, I love talking about marketing. Of course I do. Like, I was just like, hell yeah. Like, I'll take any opportunity to talk about marketing. It's, it's such a cool topic to discuss for me anyway. Okay. That I feel really passionate about. Yeah. So as we start, please um, introduce yourself. I don't want to take that away from you. <laughs> you can do a better job than me. Um, cool. Uh, my an introduction of myself is always a tricky thing. Mm. And Market market-ing. yourself exactly <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know. Um, so my name is Gilebuhila Mashehu. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a marketing strategist as well as an entrepreneur. Um, currently, I am marketing director in a broadcasting um company um that currently looks after um some of the biggest youth and entertainment brands in south africa and across the continent um and previously i've had you know marketing roles across um the beer category uh financial services and just fmcg um as a whole that's fast moving consumer goods industries um, and then my passion has also extended to creating and starting my own business. So I've also been a marketing consultant um, in my own personal capacity, um, as well as a co-owner of a children's hair salon. Oh, wow. So really putting, you know, my marketing expertise to the test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and over and above all of that, I'm just like, I'm so passionate about brands as a whole, but more how brands can actually engage meaningfully with, um, consumers, which for me sits at the heart of, of marketing and what, um, managing a brand of any kind is actually all about. It really is just how you position it to actually make a difference in consumers' lives mm-hmm. and the in higher spectrum is really just looking at different ways of doing that. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't, now you're telling us everything. Like <laughs> That's just the, the high level. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Lebo. So, so tell me, have you always, um, how do you decide that marketing was a thing? Like when did this happen? Yeah. So 
Um, so I've been in marketing for many years now. So about 16 years, uh, 17 years. And, and how it started was actually by chance. So I did not actually intend on getting into marketing. I actually wanted to be an investment banker. Okay. Um, I studied marketing. So I, I did a, a Bachelor of Commerce in marketing management. But because I had a passion for economics and statistics, actually, I, I did that as a double major, triple mm-hmm. major, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at the end of my degree, I, with all my heart, wanted to become an investment banker. But because I also had a major in marketing, I had the opportunity to actually apply to traditional marketing firms. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's exactly what I did. And unfortunately, I didn't get my dream job. And then I got three offers of marketing jobs in marketing companies. Mm-hmm. And then I chose one of them. Um, currently, you know, the best one with um, fast moving consumer goods, um, which is Unilever. Oh, wow. And that's how my marketing um, career started. Okay. So when I joined at first, it really was just a job that I had. Um, I had been working throughout my, you know, my, my studies in any case and actually worked across a number of different companies um, uh, in marketing because that was the degree that I was pursuing. So I kind of had a sense of what it was about and had learned some stuff during my various internships. So I knew that I could do it, but it was only in my second year of working that I actually started to fall in love with marketing. And the reason for that was I started to actually see the impact of what I was doing in people's lives, in actual consumers' lives. And that's what I fell in love with. I fell in love with the fact that I actually could influence how people lived you know, and sometimes it seems so trivial because you might be working for, I don't know, even a beer brand, which is actually very controversial to a lot of people, but you actually have the opportunity and the platform to create activities and position your brand in such a way that actually talks to real consumer needs. Mm-hmm. And my career gave me the opportunity to to actually do that and actually influence people in everyday life with their most and highest needs. Um, and that's where my love actually started. And in my second year, that's when I decided, okay, cool. I found my it. thing. <laughs> this is it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, but take a step back for me, Lebu. Um, there's somebody who's still adversity, who's, not sure what marketing is about, or there is somebody maybe who has always thought, I want to get into marketing. Break it down for me. So what, what is marketing about? So essentially, you know, marketing is in two parts. The first part talks to marketing strategy. And that really is about putting together a plan that is aimed at promoting and selling a particular brand or product, right? 
So in this plan, you will outline various aspect, aspects that talk to the brand image and positioning. So how you actually position this brand. What is this brand? And how do you actually talk about it to your audience? Or in this case, your target market, right? Mm -hmm. And then also the second part is then where people can actually access your brand. So if it's a product, where can I buy it? If it's a service, where can I access the service? Is it a physical outlet? Is it a digital outlet nowadays? Or is it even a store, right? And marketing strategy is really about outlining as all of these, like the set of activities that goes towards creating the brand in the market as well as selling it. The second piece of it is marketing execution, right? This is where you have to then take the plan that you've got and actually implement and execute on the ground the set of activities that you've outlined. So if you are selling your product in a physical store, what does your brand look like on the shelf? What do you say about it? What is the price that you are selling it? Who is it positioned to? And how does that come across on the shelf, in the shop, where people are actually buying it? Similarly, if it's a service, it's no different. You still have to be clear what your pricing is, how this thing is positioned. And then it extends to actually how you even behave right so this comes down to your communication to your engagement activities people have promotions so how do you promote this thing how do you have um activities on the ground mm -hmm. do you have you know promotions that are in the form of uh, a price discount in store or do you have a promotion or activity that talks to um, uh, a mall activation where you actually get to engage one-on-one -on -one with consumers and your target market. And as a marketer or brand um, manager, you are responsible for this entire, we call it um, the four Ps, right? So, and that literally talks to defining what your product positioning is, how you communicate it, which is four, four Ps and a C, actually. So how you communicate it, including where the product is actually sold, how it's distributed, and of course, how it's promoted. Okay. Essentially, so, that's what marketing is, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, <laughs> high level, as people would say. Um, but if you look at what you did at university, and the reality when you started the job. Were there differences? Was there, because sometimes, um, like I did accounting, and yeah, some of the accounting that I did at, at, at school, and when I started working, the principles were there, but some of it was yeah. just like, I'm yeah. not sure what this is about. The reality was yeah. a bit off than some of the stuff, but the, even if the principles were there. So what was your experience when it came to that? So for me, actually, that speaks to probably a subject that I am so, so passionate about, right? So my choice of the companies that I started working for was directly related to the kind of experience that I actually wanted to have in my job, right? Okay. So in my studies, I got to learn about 
what traditional classical marketing is, mm. right? In a the truest form of a um, a fast moving consumer goods and a service that is highly desired. That's mm. traditional classical marketing. Okay. So I knew that that is the experience that I wanted to get because from that experience, I could basically go into any other industry and I would be able to apply my knowledge and experience to various different um, industries that have different expressions of marketing, right? Okay. However, and this is where my passionate, you know, kind of um, subject comes in, where I only got to have that understanding because I did a lot of research mm-hmm. on what marketing is in real terms when it comes to different companies and industries, different brands, products, services, etc. Mm-hmm. So I spoke to a number of people that actually were marketers mm-hmm. that were working in marketing at various levels, right? And part of the way that I did that was actually throughout my uh, schooling career, I was working. Mm-hmm. I was doing, you know, part-time work and a little bit of money. Um, But also that part-time work was in the service industry where I actually got to engage with consumers, right? And actually sell a product to consumers. So I got to understand that piece. Mm -hmm. And then the other part was doing internships in corporate environments where in some of the jobs that I had, I was literally like the runaround admin person Mm -hmm. doing all the things that people didn't want to do. But Mm -hmm. in other roles, I actually got to like try out and I was given certain projects to actually do because I was studying marketing. Mm -hmm. And all of that gave me such a very, like a clear sense of what are the different, you know, um, environments of marketing, right? And the choices that I then made of the places that I applied to, which were at Classically for me, FMCG companies, besides the investment bank that I wanted to work for. And so then the job that I got was almost 90, 95% what I had studied. Because I had studied a classical marketing degree and I went into a classical marketing environment. So even starting off as a junior member of the brand teams, I still had exposure to the entire marketing mix and marketing spectrum and my role was a little piece of that Mm, you know mm, so mm. i still got to engage with the broader team on on marketing in terms of the full facets of what i had studied Mm. and then i got to obviously experience and be responsible for smaller pieces and because i was new low risk pieces (laughs) and then we could kind of increase (laughs) and grow from there Return on investment is high. Testing out your capabilities. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's literally just like, okay, let's give her a little piece and see how she manages and then we'll increase and increase and increase, you know. But but it was within the environment that that was, was very much geared towards the kind of marketing professional that I desired to be, you know, in the mm. bigger sense of my marketing career. So it's actually super important. And that's one of the things that I tell all young people that I come across. Like, mm. I know that now, you know, the motivation, I suppose, for me when I was growing up was 
money, let me go make money and mm-hmm. get a chance to, you know, because our income situations were different. Now young kids are getting very nice um, allowances from their parents. So they mm-hmm. feel like they don't need to work. But actually the real reason for that is to prepare you, prepare you for your career and, and, and start giving you meaningful insight and information that actually helps with making choices that mm-hmm. will work for your career long-term. Yeah. So um, we, I know there's a, a broad spectrum within, of roles within marketing. Um, at a high level, which ones can you talk about? Maybe two or three um, so that somebody can just say, maybe I would like to do this part and maybe specialize in this part or maybe specialize in this part. What could that be? Yeah. So, I mean, so, um, you know, at a high level, if I can, if I categorize it, um, the broader brackets are probably like the classical brand management that I'm talking about, which would be in a typical um, FMCG company, right? Mm -hmm. So a brand that will most likely be sold in a traditional store um, that, you know, uh, is is a physical product, actually, Mm -hmm. that's one component, um, and that you actually get to to focus and probably have an influence on all the four Ps and C that I spoke Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Um, Another piece, I think, is a service industry, right? Um, And service marketing is sometimes, you know, how people refer to it, where you're not selling a tangible product, but you're actually talking to an intangible product that actually has different um, touch points. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in terms of like, you know, streams of expertise within the marketing and communication spectrum, you've got PR, right, Mm -hmm. which falls under communications. Mm -hmm. You've got... Um, advertising, right, mm-hmm. which is the classical piece of, of, of communications. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got trade marketing, which then actually speaks to the, the, the implementation of your product in a retail environment, mm-hmm. right? So all of these different facets are, are, are choices that you can actually go into um, and specialize in. You know, not all brand managers are PR people, right? And even as a classical marketing brand manager, you actually work with PR agencies, for instance, because they are specialists in terms of communicating your brand in that stream. Mm -hmm. And then trade marketing is also a whole other um, speciality that as a brand manager, I can talk to the principles of it, but the implementation and the strategy of trade marketing and how it works is definitely a, a speciality. Mm-hmm. Um, another part actually, which is always like a, a, a controversial um, discussion is whether or not sales is a form or is a part of marketing, marketing. right? Mm-hmm. So, and in the classical sense, actually people do consider sales as part of marketing, right? Yeah. Even though marketers don't want to consider themselves as salespeople, yeah. <laughs> but sales is a massive stream that actually is a part of marketing because if we come back to the definition of marketing strategy, Everything that you're doing is actually about positioning your product or brand in order to sell it, 
yeah. in order to pass it on to the consumer. And yeah. so that part is probably the second last part, right, of the entire kind of consumer value chain um, because you do have to have strategies in place of how you will effectively sell this product, right, and get a return on all the investment that you've put into it. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the last piece being your um, customer relationship management, which is also a stream that yeah. people can go into. Yeah, because there's also always a debate around product and where product fits in or whether product no, is a role of within brand management or marketing. And what's your view on so, that one? And that's actually, so that's actually the thing. So from, from, from my experience, and that's why I keep on always referring to a classical marketing kind of um, approach, right? So product innovation is very much in the marketing space, right? In that context, mm-hmm. because if you consider the fact that as a marketer, you are completely responsible to understanding your audience, your target market in terms of their needs, wants, and desires, right? That speaks to communicating the current or positioning the current products that you may have in your stable, but also thinking about new products that they could be, um, that they could, that could fall within their, 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 their needs or that they could desire, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as a marketer, you should have the capability of actually thinking and designing new products in relation to the current, you know, um, product sets that you have, but also what the needs are of, of the audience. Yeah. The other one that I actually forgot to mention is digital. So my, yeah, so I was now, about to ask you about digital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> digital strategy and execution is obviously a massive part of what we do now as marketers. Um, and the, you know, people always want to treat it as a separate kind of element to marketing, but it's not because digital is literally just the evolution of the channels that your audience engages, right? So previously, when we were still in the dark ages, people used to get (laughs) their information from television, radio, newspapers. Now you even have newspapers completely shut down like media 24 like big publications that we have are no longer in existence currently right Mm -hmm. which then means the rise there is always a need for consumers to get information so now the result of those so the reason why those channels have actually shut down is because there has been an increasing trend of people actually getting their information from digital platforms Mm -hmm. so as a marketer this is not a different thing. You should be in a position where you are able to actually evolve with your consumer um, behaviors and patterns and trends so that you still fulfill your mandate of positioning and communicating your brand to the audience that mm. actually desires it. Okay. So that's another stream that people can actually go into as well which is a whole space that is so interesting and 
increasing and just becoming at more and more of a focal point in terms of our engagement strategies. Mm. So what skills do you need Lebo, to, to be able to do this? Uh, <laughs> lots of skills. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, that's actually a very interesting question because I think there is, you know, intrinsic and kind of extrinsic you know, behaviors um, mm -hmm. and competencies and characteristics that I think people should have. And intrinsically, I think the most important thing is, is just a passion for brands and a passion for people and consumers. Like there are generally people that are not interested in engaging and they're not, that are not passionate about um, engaging with people or people in general or actually mining and finding out what people need and are interested in etc and that is actually a core part of what we do as marketers you gotta have a passion for people a love for people and an interest in people because the source of that's the source of everything that you do for you to come up with effective strategies whether it's messaging communication engagement activities promotions whatever you gotta be able to understand what your consumers or audiences or target market, however you wanna define it, are looking, uh, are, are actually looking for. Mm -hmm. um, and everything else kind of fits into that. You know, you learn how to do research, you learn how to craft messaging and whatever, because that's just part of like the skills that mm -hmm. you develop, you know, yeah. whether through your studies or on the job, right? Mm -hmm. The other part extrinsically, and this is also quite interesting because I've come across people that are some people, few people mm -hmm. that are really good marketers that are like introverts, for example, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so it always becomes really interesting on whether or not, you know, introversion versus extroversion, how does it play a role, etc. Mm -hmm. I don't, okay, my personal opinion is that if you are an introvert, an extrovert it helps okay. <laughs> with the situation yeah. but um it's not necessarily a requirement and the reason why i want to focus on that piece mm. is because the benefit that you get from the skills or the characteristics or behaviors of an extrovert for example is the ease of being able to talk and communicate with audiences okay. consumers and broad spectrums of people. Mm. As a marketer, you are like a general manager, right? Mm. At any given point, you are the central piece to the innovation team, for example, the mm. PR team, the whoever, all the different stakeholders that you may have, the trade marketing team, the sales team, you have to be able to effectively communicate mm. what your brand stands for, what your strategy is, what you would like to achieve to a broad spectrum of people, including talking to consumers with ease so that you actually find out, you know, and get insights and trends and know what's happening with people. If you are a shy person, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might have to just focus on being in research, even that actually. So I, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's just a big part of it of like, you, you, you should be able to, um, to have ease with actually engaging with various stakeholders, including your audiences, 
in order to effectively do your job. People just see the billboard out there, but they actually don't know the full process of what you went through to get there. So it looks like it's easy, but actually you need to actually understand the principles of what it is that you're doing, which is why the benefit of actually studying marketing comes in. Because you're not, are we govy? Are we you, you, you know what I mean? You're not just like latching onto it at the end, but you actually understand the purpose of what you're doing, mm-hmm. the intention of all of the things that you're putting together and you understand the principles of it. Yeah. But if we're talking from the technical skill, so you find, you find people want to change careers and I'm one of those people. So yeah. I'm coming from finance and I'm thinking this finance thing is not working for me. I actually would love to explore marketing because I'm an extrovert. As you say, I love dealing with people and finance is not giving me that. Right. And yeah. then, but there's a question that says, what are my transferable skills that you mm-hmm. think would be needed at least as a minimum for me to be able to get into marketing? Mm, that's a really good question. So, I mean, the, 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 the two that uh, come out number one that probably relate back to, to, to what I've just said now is your analytical thinking and commercial acumen, right? Okay. So, and by analytical thinking, it really is just about being able to mine for insights to to delve into information with regards to whether it may be, you know, sales data or research information um, or even, you know, quantitative, qualitative data, a whole spectrum of data, right? Mm -hmm. In order for you to take that and to transfer it into insights and actions that you can Mm -hmm. actually put into place. So having that analytical ability actually puts you in such good stead because marketing is actually about decoding various data sets in order for you to build a strategy, mm-hmm. right? The commercial acumen becomes really, really important as well. And by commercial acumen, it really is just about the approach and thinking to the things that I am doing have to have a return, mm-hmm. right? So whether that is investment whether that is certain activities, whether that is certain um, um, strategies that you're implementing, the question to always have in mind and the skill, you know, to, to that accompanies that is always being able to answer the question of like, so what? What is the point? What is the return of me actually doing this thing, right? Because that's the purpose of marketing, right? We're not just here to do fun activities and things, um, mm. but actually it is about getting a return. And, and whatever that return is, that return could be monetary, that return could be brand loyalty, brand love. At the end of the day, it all actually comes back to money for the business, right? Mm-hmm. And it's important to actually carry that through no matter what level you're in, actually. So even like the first job that I did, where I was just given a small piece of putting together an experiential event. You know, Mm -hmm. the question was still put on me to be like, what is the purpose of this thing? Mm -hmm. What are you going to get from this thing? 
Are you trying to make sure that your stylist at that time, I was working for a hair care brand, is the purpose of doing this thing so that you actually position it positively to your stylist and actually introduce and create awareness of your brand? So what? So that they buy it, right? Mm -hmm. So there's always like an end point, which is actually a commercial return. And then the other key parts are strategic thinking. You know, strategic thinking is the core of marketing because actually marketing is not even complete. It's marketing strategy and execution, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's the headline. When you are getting into marketing, you are signing up for strategy and execution. Mm-hmm. So your strategic thinking has to be, um, strategic thinking is definitely a core um, capability that one requires to do this job effectively. And that is just the ability to think beyond tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. To think mm-hmm. beyond today and to think beyond the now, right? Mm-hmm. At this point in time, this is where I am, but taking into consideration all of the analysis that I've done, the insights that I have and the imperative of being commercially minded, where do I take the brand forward mm-hmm. into the future? What is it that I have to do in order to meet my objectives and deliverables? And then I think the final piece, um, I mean, I could, you know, have a long list, but the other piece is just the ability to plan and execute, you know, mm-hmm. um, planning and execution becomes a key part of what we do. You know, some people will say marketers and brand managers are glorified project managers because actually the, 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 ultimate result of what it is that we do depends on meticulous planning and execution. Mm. You can have the best strategy and plans or, or ideas, but if you're, if you are unable to actually implement it, to plan appropriately for it, you don't get the execution that you want. Mm-hmm. And planning also speaks to resources. You have to be able to put together the required level of resources in order to do what it is that you want to do. And then also it helps if you have a high standard of like excellence, you know, because that's then that talks to execution and making mm-hmm. sure that the things that you actually deliver are just like impeccable because that's what creates brand differentiation. Wow, this has been, gives me chills. (laughs) It's been amazing. So, so you, you, you spoke about, um, also running a business. So how important has it been to apply your marketing, um, knowledge into your business environment? Um, so the, (laughs) Yeah. So the, you know, the, the two parts that I think have been um, critical. So, okay, let me answer it this way. Basically everything that I've described in terms of what marketing is about, like holistically, rather than just focusing on, you know, the branding and the communication part of it, right. Has been, crucial in us being able to set a business Mm -hmm. because we we can put together the structure of what the business is right Mm -hmm. so we run a salon for example 
you know, targeted to children. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can put together the structure of like, okay, it's going to be a physical space. We're going to need chairs. We're going to need stylists. We're going to need products. We're going to need a basin. Someone has to do hair. Everything else that surrounds that actually comes back to the marketing pieces that I've spoken about. Yeah. What is your price point? How are you going to position the brand? How are you going to communicate the brand? Who is this brand targeted to? So yes, you said you want to do children's hair, but actually who's your target market? Are you talking to mothers? Are you talking to children? Actually, children might be five years old, so Mm -hmm. they can't read. So who actually are you? So that entire piece, right, actually comes down to even what the physical space looks like, right? Because if you define all of that clearly, then that also speaks to if you are talking, if you want to do hair for children that are between five and 12, when they walk into a place, how do they want to, how do you want them to feel? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things that children actually like to do? You know, how do you even communicate and talk to those children? So it also speaks to customer experience, right? And how your stylists engage with children. You know, mm-hmm. how do you talk to them? What do you do? Do you hold their hand and put them on the chair? Give them a suite? Do you give them an iPad because you want them to be distracted and not focusing on someone pulling their hair? So it's all of those things that speak 100% to the marketing skills, capabilities, um, and experience that I have. So Mm -hmm. I've literally had the opportunity to take everything that I've learned in my career and apply it to this one thing and Mm -hmm. see it come to life, you know? Because even like the engagement, you know, platform that we use for communications and mostly it's digital for for us, um, everything has to come through there. You know, Mm -hmm. what is your branding? What's your logo going Mm -hmm. to look like? What are the different elements and iconography do you actually put into your logo? And why? Mm -hmm. Why do you have little faces? How, why do you have a pink writing and a blue writing, Right. That all is is informed by how you define your brand positioning Mm -hmm. and proposition and defining what your entire kind of value proposition stands for Mm -hmm. um, and how you actually want to bring that alive, both in the physical space as well as through the interaction with your client um, and then also how you actually engage and promote and grow um, your audiences and getting more followers and customers. So for me, if anybody wants to start a business, they 100% need to do a marketing 101 crash course with somebody somewhere that will be able to outline all of the, essentially the building blocks, you know, to how to put together a product and a brand and effectively communicate it to your specified audience in order to get the results that you want. Okay. Anyway, thank, thanks, Lebo, for this. Um, so if people want to get hold of you and they're all excited about marketing, are you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am on social media. Yeah. Um, I think all of my platforms are in various forms. Um, okay. If you search for Kilebu Hilemashiko, you should uh, find me. Um, and yeah, and the name of the salon? 
And the name of the salon is Curls and Cuts. So um, Curls and Cuts with a K and a Z mm-hmm. for both names. K-U-R-L-Z and K-U-T-Z, which okay. is super cool. And where is it based? It's actually, it's in Rosebank. So just on um, Oxford Drive, uh, just after you pass Rosebank, between Rosebank and, and Kilani. Um, okay. It's literally along the road. It's it's hard to miss. Um, but yeah, I mean, we if you if they if they get onto any social media platform and find us, they will get all the details to call and um, make appointments and even to see you know what our environment looks like through social media and um, and, and and our expertise when it comes to hair. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. I highly appreciate and keep well. You are so welcome. This was fun for me. Oh, I loved it. Love <laughs> thinking you. about what I do. <laughs> Thanks, Lebu. And essentially, yes, the answer to the question, if someone is asking, is this all the things that you do? Everything that I've spoken about are things that I do on a daily basis. Basis, Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the question should have been, what does the day look like in a brand manager's space or a marketing manager's space? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, first of all, I can just tell you that it's, it's a 14 to 16-hour day. So, if wow. anyone is thinking that, <laughs> because it never stops, right? It just never stops. We work like, we work crazy hours. And then on top of that, because you're constantly like engaging with consumers, especially now with like digital, it's like continuous. Mm -hmm. There's always something happening. You should be able, you must be prepared to respond to something. If social media pops off with something around your brand at midnight, someone needs to be able to respond to that at five o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, and it's just like, it's, it's ongoing. And now I'm in the entertainment um, space. It's even more crazy. We never sleep. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not sure how good that is. But anyway, people can decide. It's fun though. That's the thing. Because if you are passionate about brands, people, Ooh, marketing, it's actually so much fun. You enjoy what you're doing. You have fun doing it. And it just, it doesn't feel like work. Not all the time. Sometimes. Okay. No, that's <laughs> good. That's great though. When it doesn't feel like work, it means you're having fun, which is the amazing yeah. part. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then that's exciting. Thanks, Lebu. Um, keep well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Ngobedaga signing out and I will see you again next week.